Good morning, everyone. It's a wonderful day to be in the house of the Lord, and I'm really glad that each one of y'all are here. And if you're visiting with us today, welcome to New Hope. And we're really glad you're visiting. Please give us your information if you'd like, um, or prayer requests or whatever on the tablet or papers back there. And for those of you online, good morning and welcome to New Hope to you as well. We have an exciting time coming up with a lot of different things in your bulletin. Um, like today, for example, is a very busy day on campus. We have our women's book club meeting at 3 o'clock, and then we have a ladies singing practice um, at 5 o'clock because on February 18th is the WMU Ladies Day. So if you are a lady and you would like to sing on that Sunday, they're just going to be doing some hymns. Um, join us in the sanctuary about 5 o'clock to practice for that, and then you can stay for church. So we have a wonderful day full of things to do here at New Hope for the ladies. And then men, you can join us at 6. Um, let's see. There. Oh, if you saw in your bulletin, it's the 150th anniversary of our church, which is so exciting. And there is a um, celebration planning meeting next Sunday, February 11th at 6 o'clock in the Hope Center. So if you would join us for that so we can plan the exciting event that we will have this year for our anniversary. And there's a lot more in the bulletin if you would take a look at that. Um, I'll do a youth thing very quickly. Youth, it's been up for a while, but the Unite D-Now weekend coming up at the beginning of March, the signups are, I need them this week, so we're paying this week. So if you have a youth or a student, 6th through 12th grade, please sign them up for that awesome weekend coming up. Um, all right. I think that's everything. Okay, let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning together. God, thank you so much for waking all of us up today. Thank you for the ability for us to get here, for the, the parents that got their kids ready, or grandparents that got their kids ready and, and did all of that to get their, the children here to learn about you. Thank you for all the couples and families and everyone, Lord, and people that... Um, chose to come and worship in your house together. We know that our relationship with you is built at home, in our, in our lives, in our personal lives. We know that to grow in, in connection with you and to be more like you in your image, God, that we have to have that relationship at home. We have to be in your word and, and in prayer with you to know what you want from us and to learn the truths that you've given us. And, and we are so thankful for that that we have scripture, that we have that relationship and prayer with you. Thank you, Lord, and we thank you that we get to, to come with other believers. What a gift this is, Lord. I thank you for all the, the praise band and Pastor Russ and everyone that has worked to bring your word this morning and worship together. I thank you, Lord. I just am so thankful today, Lord, for every single person in here whether they've been here for 50 years or their first time this day, I thank you that you've brought them here and our family this morning together. I pray a spiritual movement, the Holy Spirit in us and around us and move us in whichever way we need to, Lord, so that we can be directed onto your path and not ours. We adore you, God. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen. generations falling 
down and worship to sing the song of ages to the Lamb. And all who have gone before us and all who will believe will sing the song of ages to the Lamb. Your name is the highest, your name is the greatest, your name stands above them all. All thrones and dominions, all powers and positions, your name stands above them all. And the angels cry, holy, all creation cries,
continuing in our study in Proverbs. Man, we're making great strides. We're all the way up to chapter 4 <laughs> in what, five weeks, I think. So anyway, that, that's good. Uh, we're going we're gonna to settle down here for a little while in Proverbs as we pursue wisdom. That is the title of our series right now, and, and we're just going to look at, at the teachings of Proverbs in the weeks to come and, and see how we can best apply the wisdom of Solomon, the wisdom of God's Word uh, to our life, again, so that we can be and become who God wants us to be. So we're going to be in Proverbs chapter 4 today, and, and Solomon warns us in, in, in chapter 4 to guard our hearts. Be on your guard. Guard your hearts because our hearts are the essence of, of who we are, what we do, and, and who we will ultimately become. And so he, he, he encourages, guard your heart. Be careful of what comes in. Pay attention to what's around you and what you let into your soul. And Jesus echoes this same sentiment in, in Matthew chapter 15, verse 16 through 20. In Matthew chapter 15, verse 16 through 20, Jesus is saying, Are you so dull? Jesus asked him. Don't you see that whatever enters your mouth goes into the stomach and then out of the body? But the things that come out of a person's mouth comes from what? The heart. And then out of the body. But the things that come out of a person's mouth come from, come from the heart and these defile them, for out of the what? The heart comes evil thoughts. Murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, and slander. These are what defile a person, but eating with unwashed hands does not defile them. And so it's what goes in and what, goes, what comes out of our mouth that defiles us. Our heart, it's our heart that it's where we conceive either goodness or, or evil. And then when it's conceived, our mind plans it out. And from there, our body carries it out. And we see that evil and wickedness is being carried out all around us, don't we? We've seen and, and had the existence of, of war from the beginning of time, even on up till to now. Even now, we have uh, the, the, the war between, between Ukraine and Russia. Israel and Hamas. Uh, we're on the verge of, of conflict with Iran and per, possibly other countries. But there's a war that's been going on even before the beginning of time. And that's a spiritual war between God and Satan. And folks, that war is more real than what's going on in Israel. What's going on in Ukraine. What's going on across the world? This is the ultimate war. Spiritual warfare is the, is the, the unseen battle between good and evil, the forces uh, that are taking place in the, in the spiritual realm that we can't see, but that is truly going on. It, it involves the ongoing conflict between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Satan, between the, the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. It's the battle between angels and demons, prophets and false prophets, the battle between purity and per, uh, perverseness, between repentance and tolerance. 
It's the battle between truth and a lie. And you know, truth can be hard to discern because Satan disguises it in a lie in so many different ways to make it look like the truth, but in fact, it is not. So we need to be on our guard and be aware of the reality of spiritual warfare that's taking place all around us. Even right here, right now. You see, Satan doesn't want you to listen this morning. Satan wants you to think about things that are going on this afternoon. In Revelation chapter 12, chapter 12, verse 12, it says, Therefore rejoice, you heavens, and you shall, and you who dwell in them. But woe to the earth and the sea, because the devil has gone out, has gone down to you. He is filled with fury, because he knows his time is short. You see, Satan don't want you to hear. So he just cut my mic off. <laughs> he knows his time is short. He knows his time is real. Satan and his demons are real. They're at work around us. And get this, Satan believes the Bible. Satan believes, Satan knows every word of the Bible. But he's a liar. He's a thief. He's a destroyer. He's a, he's a lion searching for his prey. I saw a, a quote just this week and it said, remember the man that was uh, possessed by a thousand legions? says, the man was possessed by thousands of demons. He recognized Jesus. But the men possessing thousands of Scripture couldn't. And Solomon's saying, guard your heart. Open your eyes to the reality of the spiritual war that's going on around us. Because you see, Satan knows his time is running out. His days are numbered. And so he's working overtime. And, and he wants to bring as much harm and as mi much misery as he can to as many people as he can. He wants to wreak havoc on the family because the family is the nucleus of our society. You hear protests like, we don't like this law, or we don't like that law or, or rule, or we, we want to do what we want to do with who we want to do it and when and where we want to do it. Folks, Satan has gotten a foothold in this world, and, and, and we've watched the, the, the family unit crumble over the recent decades. As a result, we've seen the, the kingdom of darkness being revealed in in so many ways like never before. Lawlessness is, is everywhere. Crime statistics are through the roof uh, because there's no consequences for, for people's actions anymore. Drug abuse, drug availability is, is, have skyrocketed. The number one cause of death for men between the ages of, of 18 and 49 today is fentanyl. 
from 18 to 49, 18 to 50 years old, the number one, the leading cause of death is fentanyl. You know, there's a good chance that you know somebody, maybe in your family or, 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 or you know somebody's family that's been impacted by fentanyl. I know mine has. Gangs and cartels, they're running the, the, the border, impacting supply chains, uh, running gun, gun trafficking, and then human trafficking. A tremendous problem, not just here in the United States, but across the world. In recent years, there's 85,000 migrant children. 85,000 children are unaccounted for. Folks, that is something to be alarmed about. Fornication and sexual immorality have become a way of life. Pedophilia is becoming more normalized and accepted every day. Satanic worship, demonic symbolisms in, in movies and TV shows and, and even cartoons. Today, many popular music videos are are. are, are Imitating satanic rituals. There's satanic street gangs. There's, there's more widespread use of, of horoscopes and zodiac signs. And people just laugh this off. They don't take the occult seriously. <clears throat> they, don't, they, they, they don't take seriously the power of evil in our world and, and the battle that's going on around us. Many killings today aren't just murder, they're, they're torture, dismemberment, and, and outright savagery. And yes, even human sacrifices. Transgenderism is becoming normalized. Women's sports is being dissolved. Corruption is, un, is at unprecedented levels. Christians and, and churches are being openly attacked and persecuted. I think you get the idea. We could go on and on. But all of this goes back. <clears throat> Every bit of it goes back to the decisions that people made at some point in their life. You might be thinking today, man, my life sucks. I'm just not at the right place where I want to be. It all goes back to the decisions that we've made long ago. And the decisions we make today and going forward will determine where we wind up in the years to come. And so as we study Proverbs, Solomon is telling us to guard our hearts, to watch your step, to do the right thing, to follow God's wisdom and not the wisdom of the world. You see, at some point, all of these people involved in, in, in all of those crimes and activities, somewhere along the line, decided that, that they were going to follow the kingdom of darkness instead of the kingdom of light. And it might have been just one small decision, but yet that one decision led to something else and something else and something else. And they look back and say, what has happened? In some cases. In other cases, they're so involved in, in, in 
in the midst of the darkness that they can't see that their life is filled with darkness. They can't see the evil all around them because they are the evil. You see, ultimately, at some point in time, they chose their way instead of God's way. They chose the way of foolishness instead of the way of wisdom. They chose to follow their heart instead of God's heart. In previous chapters, we, we've seen where Solomon has, has continued to encourage us to follow uh, and to chase after wisdom and apply it to our life. We've seen in, in chapters 1 through 3, in verses, chapter 1, verse 7, that, that wisdom starts with the fear of the Lord. We saw in Proverbs 1, 8 through 19, not to go along with those evil people, those, the people that tempt us. Proverbs 1, 20 and 1, 21, to, to, to follow after wisdom's call. That wisdom is calling us to, to go in the, right, in the right way, follow down the right path. In Proverbs 1, 22 and 23, our actions have consequences. I just said a minute ago that, that actions don't have consequences. They may not have consequences in this world, but they will eternally. And hopefully they will in this world. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 3 and 4, let authentic love lead you and guide you. In Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 through 8, trust only in God and not on your own understanding. In verses 8 and 9, be generous because God owns it all. We own nothing. It's all God's. And so be generous with what we have. In verse 11 through 18, the path of wisdom is not easy. It requires discipline. And we come to verse uh, Proverbs chapter 4. Verse 20 through 27, where, God, where Solomon says to us to guard your heart. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 through 27. He starts off this section again, just like he does, has done in so many times before. He says, my son, I want your attention. He's grabbing his face. My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Do not, do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart. For they are life to those who find them and health to the one's whole body. Above all else, guard your heart. Above all else, guard your heart. For everything you do flows from it. Keep your mouth free of perversity. Keep corrupt talk far from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before me. Give careful thought to the path for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Keep your feet, foot from evil. When we look at that passage, we see in verse 20, it says use your ears. Verse 21 says use your eyes. Verse 23 says guard your heart. Verse 24 says, use your mouth. Verse 26 says, use your mind. Verse 27 says, tells us to stay focused. Stay focused on Christ. Stay focused on God's wisdom. Stay focused on what God wants us to do. 
And what he's talking about here, guard your heart, it's not talking about your physical heart. It's talking about your spiritual heart, of course. It's talking about, when he says that, he's talking about our entire being. He's talking about our soul, our mind, our emotions, our, our motivations, our will, and all of the choices that we make guard our spiritual heart. Because it's our heart that the well, it's the wellspring of life. It's, it affects everything we do in life. Luke chapter 6, verse 45. <clears throat> says, a good man brings good things out of the good stored up in what? In his heart. And an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Solomon says, above all else, guard your heart so that only goodness can flow from it. Solomon's father, King David, in Psalm 51, verse 10 says, Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. The Apostle Paul encourages us in, in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. <clears throat> Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, Whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Our physical heart, think about this, our physical heart is the only organ in our body that when it stops, we die. We need to take care of it. We need to protect it. We need to treat it well, feed it well with, with healthy food. Our, but our spiritual heart is no different. Because our spiritual heart will also lead to either life or death. And we need to guard it. We need to guard what we put in it. And only we can do that. Only you can do that. I can't guard it. God can't guard it. You have to determine between the choices you make how you're going to guard your heart. And so only let the goodness of God into your heart. Remember, remember when the computers first came out for you people a little bit older? <laughs> Some of you grew up that don't, you know, computers, they haven't always existed. They, they didn't come with Adam and Eve, but, you know, there was a time when we were younger when, we didn't have computers, but when they first came out, you know, the big DOS operating system and all, and, and you know, you could do a little bit of programming on it. The big term in that time period was garbage in equals garbage out. It's still true today. Garbage in, garbage out. Whatever you put in the computer, you're going to get out of the computer. Whatever you put into your heart is what you're going to get out of your heart. God's Word is the, the good food for our hearts. Goodness in is goodness out. Garbage in is garbage, garbage out. And so this, this morning, 
What are we allowing in our hearts? You see, what Satan wants to control our hearts, <clears throat> if, you're a, if you're a believer, we know that Satan can't indwell us because the Holy Spirit is there, but he can sure influence our decisions. He can bring disturbances around our life and our life circumstances. But Satan wants to control our activities and, and move our hearts away from God, uh, allow us to break relationship with God so that He can have a stronger influence in our life. Because it's our, it's our hearts that, that, that control our mouths. In Matthew chapter 12, verse 34, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Let me ask you this, what do you... Allow your eyes to see. What are you allowing to pass through your eyes? Is it the kingdom of God or the kingdom of darkness? What kind of entertainment do you watch? What kind of language is in the entertainment that you watch? What kind of images are on the entertainment that you watch? In 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 14, <clears throat> says, With eyes full of adultery, they never stop sinning. They seduce the unstable. They are experts in greed and a cursed brood. You see, we need to keep our eyes focused on Jesus and, and what is good and what is right. In Psalm 101, verse 3, it says, I will refuse... To look at anything vile or vulgar. Can you speak with the psalmist in this verse? I will refuse to look at anything vile or vulgar. I hate all who deal crookedly. And I'll have nothing to do with them. What are you listening to? What kind of music are you listening to? What are the, the, the lyrics that we're listening to? Are they from the kingdom of God or from the kingdom of darkness? What are you reading? What internet sites are you visiting? Because you see, our heart controls what we follow and, and who we serve. Proverbs 23 verse 6 says, as a man thinks in his heart, so he is. Matthew 6, 21, For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Again, Solomon's telling us to guard our heart. To look around and, and see where the kingdom of darkness is trying to infiltrate our life. Put the walls up, put the, put the borders up where they can't, the fortress up where they can't invade our hearts. Guard your hearts because what you let in is going to come out. And what we allow in our hearts 
and how it influences our hearts and our decisions and the way we, the decisions that we make, it will determine who we are and who we'll become. You see, there's a spiritual battle for, for who you will be, who you will become, and it all starts in your heart. Let me just remind you this morning that we are all believers. Okay? We are all believers. We all believe in something. You either believe in the truth of God and God's Word, or you believe in the lies of the world and what Satan says. But you believe in one of the two. I pray today that you will choose to believe and the truth of God's Word and what God says. That you would take God's Word and apply it to your life so that we can become who God created us to be. And to ask ourselves this morning, who are we following? Who are we serving in this world? And then to maybe ask ourselves, what changes do we need to make? What changes in our lifestyle? What changes in our habits do we need to change? Is it the music we listen to? Is it the things we watch? The places we go? The people we're around? Because it all has an impact on who we are and who we become. So who will you choose today? Are you going to live for the world? Or are you going to live for Christ? And that choice is yours because Christ came into this world and died a horrendous death. He shed His blood for the forgiveness of our sin. And God raised Him from the dead to prove that He was God's Son. That He could, that He was able to forgive sin. That He was able to offer eternal life if you put your faith in Him. Let me ask you this morning, where are you? Who are you following? Who are you believing? And what are you believing? Let's pray together. <clears throat> Father in heaven, our world is filled with darkness with evil, with wickedness, with ungodliness. And Father, I pray that wherever we go, that we would be a beacon of light that goes into that darkness. That You would allow the light of Christ to shine in us and through us so that people would see the love of Jesus in our hearts. And Father, as we carry out life every day, there is so much that's bidding for our attention, our time, our efforts. Give us the wisdom, Lord, to discern right from wrong, to discern from the goodness and the foolishness so that we can only allow the goodness into our hearts. 
And Father, if there are changes that need to be made in our life, or our lifestyle, our hobbies, our friends, whatever it might be, convict our hearts today to do just that. And then give us the boldness to follow through. Because we love you more than the things of this world. And God, we want to we want to be a blessing to you and honor you with our life and for everything we do. So Father, help us to guard our hearts so we can serve you. For it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Let's stand and sing together. Bye.